Welcome to the Happy Mouth Podcast, your delicious daily news fix for the hospitality community. We will be offering a craveable menu of headlines, food for thought, and much, much more. These are the bite-sized news stories you need to know, and they'll drop every morning, Monday through Friday. Hello, world, and welcome back to the Happy Mouth Podcast, your delicious daily news fix for the hospitality community. It is Thursday, June 10th. We have an amazing topic today, and I'm joined once again by my friend, colleague, co-host, all-around lovely person, Naisha Arrington. How are you, Chef? Hey, I'm great, Philip. Thanks for having me. Every day. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> just doing the daily news bites. Monday through Friday. All we, of the days. We do it. We do it. We're live, so we better, <laughs> better get into the topic of outdoor dining. Yes. We've talked about it a few times we have. on the pod. And there's some new dining rules in a city that we've all heard of that has a major dining scene in it. Big time. Um, that was really impacted by COVID. Definitely. And that city is New York. At the end of May, it's actually the first city I ate in an outdoor restaurant in, which was like quite lovely. No way. Yeah. Wait, wait back in the day or, re- or you no, mean recently? recently? Like, oh, since like, COVID died. Yeah, exactly. Okay, since gotcha. co- like post-COVID world. Like that was the rest, first restaurant. Was there filming, and it was the first place I like ate inside, which felt like so odd, you know, just like see people without masks and a boisterous dining room and a server. Sure. Where was it? Uh, it was in Brooklyn. It was in my hotel. I can't remember the name. They had some amazing artwork there, and the chef was so lovely. Came out and said hello. Sent a bunch of food. It's unfortunate that I cannot remember the name, but I I will, and I'll and I'll tell you guys Show at notes. some point. So yeah, in New York, towards the end of May, Governor Andrew Cuomo officially reopened and reduced the restrictions on masks, social distancing, and outdoor dining at restaurants. I know New Yorkers are ready to hit the streets, reopen restaurants and businesses, and celebrate. The weather was in the high 90s this last weekend, and it just looked absolutely gorgeous out. I was watching on social, and friends were like, oh my god, it feels like LA, which was amazing. I don't know about UPC, but Watching the news coverage on COVID was definitely um, jarring. You know, seeing those the Times Square completely empty. Yep. You know, staying in touch with friends. It was just uh, my heart really felt for them, and I'm very glad to see that we have made such incredible progress with COVID, especially in New York. Yeah, New York really suffered during definitely. COVID. 2.1 million cases, 948,000 uh, in the city. Wow. So close to a million people in New York got COVID, which is substantial. Huge. Uh, And that's, you know, that's reported cases. I'm sure the number is considerably higher than that. So, yeah, like I echo your sentiment. I think it's great to see them bounce back and not to draw too many parallels, but California's in the same place. California really bounced back too after being in a really bad place even six months ago. So, you know, we're onwards and upwards. We're we're getting closer. Cannot wait. So... To your point, I mean, according to the U.S. Postal Service data, over 692,000 New Yorkers changed residences. And between the months of March and November in 2020 was their highest number of address changes. Yeah, a lot of people went, I think, temporarily left the city. I I know a ton of people, anecdotally, friends of mine, people I know in the city, like went to Miami. Just we're out of here. When the city calms down a little bit, we'll come back. Um, I know some people went to like upstate New York or they had houses, call it in the Hamptons or in other places, and they just left the city for a period of time just to chill out and get away from it all because it was intense. I mean, from all aspects, 
And everyone that I spoke to that was in the city during that time, it just was not a great place to be. And I can imagine that just being LA is one thing where you're in this sort of wide, not built up um, framework of a city and less of a grid and just more spread out spaces and a lot more driving, a lot more sort of insulated areas where you're just by yourself and not close to other people. But I mean, if you're in New York, there's a, there's a good chance you don't have a car. So you're on public transport, you're walking around, you're just being exposed to a lot of people, which you know, makes it really difficult to be there during a pandemic. Yeah, same. I had a lot of friends move from New York to LA and definitely, I mean, there's just a lot less space, I feel like, in their residences there. So that had to be super challenging. So by the month of January in 2021, it was estimated that over 333,000 New Yorkers have moved from the city entirely. And this data doesn't include those who have left and not sort of officially changed their addresses. Right. Could have been temporary changes or just people leaving um, for a short period of time. Exactly. In the restaurant scene, you know, just to back it into the topic of the day, we see about 70 million tourists uh, a year going to New York. Right. So what does that mean? Uh, Lack of tourism, people leaving the city. New York lost an estimated 34 billion in tourism income this year. And obviously, when you lose that level of tourism income, you know, that affects restaurants in a big way. 100% affects a lot of layers of business. Well, I have some stats here, actually. Hit me with them. You got it. During the time of the pandemic, it is estimated that in New York, restaurants specifically lost $10.3 billion in revenue during COVID time alone. Huge number. Correct. And over 122,000 jobs were lost. It's a lot of uh, people without... Considerable. Big time. Yeah, my heart goes out for them. Um, And I hope that everyone is sort of becoming more resilient and um, restaurants will continue to thrive and get through this. We are a very tight-knit community and um, very optimistic moving forward. You know, I have to say, there were actually 1,000 restaurants that closed their doors. um, And this stat is coming in as of this January 2021. 1,000 restaurants have closed their doors. I think the the lone bright spot to that set of stats is that the city has now reopened. And so what was much more of a kind of a bleak situation back in January with closures and, you know, people losing their jobs and having nowhere to go with the reopening, as we've seen, there is a plethora of jobs out there. Um, People are having a hard time finding good labor. I think, again, going back to what we talked about on the pod and what's kind of percolating in the marketplace is there still people that are on benefits that are haven't made their way back into the labor force yet? That has not fully occurred. I think there is going to be a plethora of more labor in the force uh, coming in the next few months as some of these benefits um, come off. So I think we're going to start to move away from this labor shortage issue that we're experiencing right now. Just to address the restaurants closed, yeah, that's you know a thousand restaurants as of January. That's very tough. I do feel that looking at it in that lens is tough because you look at it and you go, wow, a thousand, that's a, that's a big number. But you have to think about people from an entrepreneurial perspective, looking at that as an opportunity and saying, okay, well, that's a thousand spaces that are now available and I have a concept or I was able to raise money or I've been percolating on this idea for a long, long time. How do I get into one of these spaces, right? And the chances are that there's probably a lower um, rent uh, amount. Landlords are looking to fill spaces and there's probably a deal to be had on leases and uh, certain types of 
equipment, certain types of ways to fill your restaurant up with the things that you need it to be filled up with. I do feel like there are some opportunities out there. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, there's the saying, you know, when one door closes, another one opens, right? So sure. anyone of an opportunistic mindset is going to find the yes, right? Yeah. And I think we just have to keep our eyes focused on that. That like the way forward is to keep focused day in, day out. And yes, there were some closures, but are there now opportunities? Absolutely. And I think we have to keep sort of working towards our our main goal of making this business better overall as we move forward. And that includes getting people back to work and filling up those empty spaces. Um, <laughs> should we pay some bills here? Yeah, let's do it. Having trouble staffing up? You're not alone. Our industry is facing an unprecedented labor shortage, and tech will play a central role in solving this problem. Yelp Kiosk was built in 2018 for restaurants who couldn't afford to pay a dedicated host. In 2021, Yelp Kiosk is supporting restaurants that want to do more with less. By adding Kiosk, your host is no longer trapped behind the host stand, enabling them to assist in all front of house operations. Learn about how Kiosk can help your restaurant at restaurants.yelp.com slash kiosk. So very recently, Governor Andrew Cuomo officially reopened New York, relaxing guidelines on wearing masks, social distancing, and indoor dining. The restrictions follow the CDC's interim public health recommendations for fully vaccinated people. These guidelines include things like fully vaccinated people no longer needing to wear masks or physically distance themselves unless required by federal, state, or local laws and or regulations by local businesses. So ultimately, what I'm saying here is businesses can enforce stronger protocols if they wish. Mm. So there's that. For sure. There is a guideline, but if you want to enforce more deeply than that, then you certainly can. This New York State Department of Health still strongly recommends wearing masks indoors if you're unsure of the vaccination status of those around or near you. At the time of this recording, over 8.8 million people are fully vaccinated in the state of New York, which is nice. Very nice. So while Governor Cuomo has given the green light, uh, some restaurants actually are not opening up at 100 percent capacity. And this is basically due to overhead and staffing issues. Also, as we head into summer, it feels like more people want to sit outside and actually prefer outdoor dining over sitting inside. Absolutely. Makes sense. I know I do. Same. I think given everything that's going on, I love eating inside. But when it's 80 degrees out or 90 degrees and humid, like I'd rather sit on the patio personally. Every time. Yeah, every time, especially in the more humid cities like New York in the summer with that warm air. Give me that every day of the week. Seriously, we don't get that, uh, enough of that um, in L.A. or the, the more West Coast cities where it really kind of cools down at night. Totally. I don't prefer that. Um, I really prefer those humid kind of warm night airs, um, which you get in these in these big cities on the on the East Coast. Yeah. So I'm excited. Same. Back. It's yeah. a big market. It's an important market. And I'm glad that it, they're coming back. L.A. looks like June 15th. We're getting some restrictions lifted. Mass mandates coming off. So across the country, you know, things are starting to look up. Let's uh, let's all be positive about this. Things are really moving in the right direction. And that's all for our daily news fix on this lovely Thursday we hope you enjoyed this beautiful episode and we are excited for New York restaurants. Have a nice day. <laughs>